0: Hey folks, I speak nerd here. This is the second part of my talk with Lady of the Hunt Corkio from Oklahoma City. We follow up on some dubious speculation from Cuckoo Puffs, find some slightly more legitimate beans from Illusion Weaver, and discuss our crypto term of the week, Know Your Customer. It's a shorter episode this week, but I think you might enjoy that after last week's marathon. If you enjoy the content, please remember to follow wherever you get your podcasts, and please give us a review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps others to find our community. Anyways, enjoy the show! Looping back, looping back, The um, I've actually saw an interesting uh, leak that came out of the Discord, actually. I think this was two days ago, I think, um, where uh, this is talking about the NFTs, so like the Pat Morita NFTs. And, like, um, Fire was asking, like, what's the utility for these NFTs outside of Hunt uh, World? It was like, uh, as of, well, as of right now, uh, in Hunt World, all we can do with these uh, NFT blueprints is just trade them. So you can sell them, you could buy them. Um, and that's really all we can do right now. Um, but illusion, Weaver mentioned that there's utility coming for those because you'll be able to uh, use it as an art piece inside of uh, leaderboard animations, which is awesome. Ooh, that's, that's super I didn't cool. Hear that. Yeah, I know, right? If you guys remember for the, um, I think it was for the cats. Um, <gasps> maybe there's that's the utility for the cats um, because the cats have a uh, painting hanging in the background. Uh, oh, the cat animation. Yeah. Um. So maybe that's... You can add the uh, NFT into that picture frame inside of the animation, which would be amazing. That'd be super cool.
1: Yeah. And, and like, what disappointed me with the cats was that all of their animations was exactly the same, even yes. though they were different cats. This will make it different. So that's awesome.
0: It'll be personalized because there's only 60 of those blueprints, and there's only 10 of each individual one. So you know... That uh, if, you're, if, if I'm wearing a cat, you know I'm going to be featuring that Chopstick NFT because that, that one's the best one for the bunch, like hands down. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, uh, so I'll definitely be featuring that one in, uh, when I'm rocking uh, Tiger Lily rolling around. Intrusive addendum here. This is actually not true at all. There is no pe- picture frame in the back of the cat's animation. I reviewed that and that was all pure dubious speculation on my part. All right, back to the show. Yeah, that's super uh, cool. yeah so there's that as a art piece on the leaderboard animations and then uh there was mention of future ideas and illusion weaver said such as another titanium toaster game that uses cubies which what? yeah exactly it's like what is that uh, uh
1: it sounds like they might be spreading themselves a little thin here
0: <laughs> <laughs> i
1: feel like they already have their hands full with this one game if we're really gonna start another game
0: I, well, that's why you said future ideas. So I think that's like real pie in the sky uh, ideation phase right now. Because um, okay, yeah, they've got okay. they've got too much going on, and and this is this is uh, our dubious speculation on top of just leaks from Illusion Weaver. And you guys know how like Illusion Weaver and Cuckoo Puffs will just you know stroll through chat and casually drop beans. Um, and we just like obsess over uh, as the players. But um, I think this is and, one of those eventual Cuckoo... ideas.
1: Cuckoo likes to specifically give out fake beans.
0: It's hashtag legitimate beans. Um, <laughs> and this will is far off, and I hope that they would definitely be expanding their dev team before they try and take on something like that. Oh yeah, right. Definitely, because um, there's been. I mean, we've we've talked about it. New, it, it, lots of people have talked about it numerous times but like there's constantly small errors that happen with stuff um in this game in terms of like the numbers were like not even po- physically possible the way that the numbers came out for the pat marita events when they came out like the september leaderboards with fiasco um and like i think j fry might still be listed as twice on the september leaderboards
1: oh my I just had a a wild wild thought. Go for it. So we all see how this game has caused everyone to like um kind of dig down into like what they're good at and put things together within the community to like show it off, right? We've yes. got we've got people like developers that are building web pages and
0: Shout out people to Keg.
1: like yeah and, and Mr. Turtle's game and you know and Akura, all, and Akura like So it's kind of because of the tiny little issues here and there that really aren't that big of a deal, but they're there. And like, because we have this like feeling of being part of building this game, it's really causing people to like say, hey, I can do this thing and I can do that thing. What if this game is just the practice for them to find us and then they're going to hire us to build the better game? (laughs)
0: That's possible. Um, <laughs> I,
1: mean, I mean, it's it's ridiculous. It's not an actual thought, but like, you know, it's the matrix.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, that's the idea that I've talked about previously with like the DAO. Um It's like, yeah. so much of this game is basically training p- training and acclimating people who aren't crypto native into how crypto works in the crypto ethos in terms of like, your transactions are final and that's it. And there's no givesy-backsies. Um, right. And like... Um, and there's strategy and cooperation um, that can go on with all these stuff, and there's and there's competition um, for all these things, and you can have different strategies, and people can employ different things um, for stuff. And yeah, this idea of how can I find ways to add value, uh, I think, is a very is like definitely a, a crypto ethos and like uh, like kind of kind of a startup ethos as well. Um, it's just yeah, like. So-
1: This is an audition, everyone. Give it your best go.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's, yeah, that's, yeah. (laughs) Like whether, whether they expand their company, um, or do go more of a decentralized route with, um, doing, creating more of a, a DAO situation with a, with a token, either way, it's, there are, this is the, this is the training rounds. The, I think you really hit the nail on the head there with calling it the audition, um, for people who are doing stuff because yeah like that's honestly that's what happens with a lot of these uh startups And there they pull from their community um on yeah on those people who've already contributed a lot of value and demonstrated that they have the skills to do whatever it is that they're being hired to do
1: yeah or like this is um this is bill's way cuckoo's way of getting like auditioning people for the new executive team for bittrex <laughs> <It's>
0: just, yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think I think uh, POSP and maybe Squeamy would be uh would be good for that in just in terms of trading experience, but who the hell knows? Yeah. Um yeah. and then this is also building out the the QB verse, um, if we want to call it that, of like another titanium toaster game that uses QBs, that provides again more that a place to take these NFTs of these QBs that were gonna be um that are gonna be implemented at some unknown point. Um mm-hmm. Because if these QBs are um, you know NFTs, then we can if that means they're blockchain based and we can take them to uh, other places. So where would we take them? Well, how about this other titanium toaster game um, that is supposedly in the future, again, hopefully not they're not trying to spread themselves thin about this right now. Um, but um, they're I mean, I they're, thinking, even... they're thinking very long term, big vision for this thing
1: i can't even imagine what it would be because what i picture coin hunt world being in like i don't know three to five years is basically you look outside and then you look in on your phone at coin hunt and it's the same like we're going to build out every type of shop there is every type of like oh there's a you go to the library or you go to the library in coin hunt or you go to the coffee shop you go to the coffee shop like the everything exists um, like the metaverse is just completely built out exactly how it is in the real world. Like, that's what I imagine this game is going to be. So where else is there to go? Unless it's like, um, maybe Minel becomes Elon Musk and builds his, um, leprechaun, uh, factory that takes <laughs> us to Mars and like the new game is Mars or something. I, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I really, maybe. I can't imagine like, cause, cause I really think that's the goal here is to build, the the existing world into the game exactly how it looks.
0: What well, I else think, is
1: there?
0: I think the idea behind building a separate game is to attract a different type of player. Um and like they're getting the pe- they have the people already and they're getting the people who uh, like Pokemon Go and like the exploration and um discovery part of stuff um and that's again that's in like trivia and that's part of the reason why i like this game or i enjoyed this game so much at the start is like that exploration aspect um so what other kinds of players can they attract well there's with nft games there's a whole lot of games that focus more on this kind of like breeding and or battling um side of stuff like um at like if we think about like pokemon is like there's those two parts. There's the exploration of the world and you know finding new Pokemon and catching them and collecting sort of stuff. And then there's like the battling, trading uh battling, trading, breeding side of um side of Pokemon. And games have taken those different methods and like I um Axie Infinity is definitely focused more on the breeding battling.
1: Um I mean I'm okay with like the breeding, like if we, you know, smush two QBs together and we come out with like a Valentine leprechaun something.
0: A, le, a lepre elf. Lepre elf.
1: <laughs> but like I don't want to battle anyone. I don't I don't wanna do that. I mean, so even ma- if like the QBs survive at the end and everyone's happy and whatever, I still like that makes it so much more competitive in a way that I
0: So don't maybe know. that's why they would put it in a separate game.
1: Yeah, eh, probably.
0: So yeah. there you go, dubious speculation. Yeah. <laughs> um, from some hash- more hashtag legitimate beans.
1: <laughs> right.
0: Um, but this, yeah, this is great ideas. Um, <laughs> which brings us actually now to uh, change in tax here. Let's talk, uh, we've been t- brushing on it a little bit, but like, let's talk a little bit more specifically about crypto here. Um, specifically, we've got our term of the week here KYC. Um, Know your customer. Yeah. Know your customer. Like um, you're uh, the the reason why we're talking about this one with uh, you specifically on this episode is you're actually um, a tax professional, correct? Like your day job.
1: Yeah. I own an accounting firm. I'm not a CPA uh, and I don't ever want to be because they have a lot of red tape uh, to deal with. But I, yeah, I do tax preparation and bookkeeping for small businesses and
0: stuff. Okay. Um, so this whole thing around like, know your customer, like what does, what does that actually mean? Can you give us like a, just, I don't know, as, uh, as a thorough slash brief overview as you can.
1: So there's all these like rules in the banking world, um, that basically make sure that the government gets their money. Um, so (laughs) that's, that's the least part of it and also helps combat crime. So um knowing your customer and also um uh, there's other sides of it too but it's making sure that the money that's being put in to to whatever bank or whatever system is legitimate money and it's not like hey I run this drug cartel um and it's making sure the person is who they say they are so that way you know when you go to do taxes um we can say oh hey you earned this money now we're going to take our cut
0: um so it sounds like I mean, it's the go- it's the government's way of knowing where all the money that is coming from the cash economy is coming from
1: yeah yeah that and i mean stuff that they can't regulate right so um yeah. cash economy crypto stuff yeah it's um it, and i i'm being super cynical about it but it's also they say it's also a way to protect you because um Part of Know Your Customer is like uh, it's a like a brokerage firm. It's their job to make sure that the type of investing that you're getting involved in is something that like you can handle. You know, like part of Know Your Customer is, hey, uh, what's your yearly income and um, what's your experience with investing? I know like when I opened an E-Trade account um, and I wanted to trade options, I had to tell them that like, yeah, I have experience trading options.
0: Might how did have... how did they go about doing that? Was there like an a, an actual like knowledge assessment, or was it just like, hey, do you know how to do this? Yes, no.
1: Yeah, no. It's basically like they cover their ass by saying, "What is your experience level? Just pick one, and then that's will tell us what we're going to allow you to do." So they don't. That's actually so make... shitty. Right? Yeah, they don't make sure. No, they have plenty of resources. Like you can click through, and their little encyclopedia of how to how things work and whatever but they don't make sure they basically put it on uh, like it's on you. You said you could do this. If you fail, that's your own fault. You can't blame us cuz you told us that you were good at this thing.
0: And then so, they can and then they can say they've provided resources and like, "Well, we didn't uh, I don't know. They just didn't follow didn't go through and uh, read everything and understand everything fully. That's on them."
1: Yeah. Yeah. So so th- They basically, they say that it's also to protect you because they're only going to offer you the things that you can handle and whatever, but it's really so the man gets what the man wants, um, in my opinion. And they also say it's to help you by, you know, making sure that, you know, drug lords have a harder time cleaning their money and, um, you know, all the crime and whatever.
0: Not effective.
1: Right. I mean, like um I'm sure the mafia has ways to get around KYC. <laughs> you know, <laughs> they they basically open up, you know, a fake restaurant um in Providence it's known as the Blue Grotto and like they funnel <laughs> all their money through that. Um so every every Pro- role That's has Providence, a Rhode
0: Island, you're speaking of?
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah
1: everyone knows like what are the mafia restaurants that are just fronts for their their business and not actually like places you go to eat um oh, geez. yeah <laughs> so i mean there's there's loopholes pretty much around everything but i mean i it, it can be frustrating in ways so like my boyfriend's kids like they started getting into this game a little bit and then they got discouraged because okay one of them's fourteen. Uh, he can't take his money out unless, you know, maybe we say that he's actually his grandfather and his grandfather, who's never going to, you know, use crypto, withdraws it under his name or something. I, there, it, it makes it tough because like he's actively earning that money um, in the game, but he's not going to have access to it until he turns 18.
0: And so then that's um, unless- because the the crypto that's earned, the Bitcoin and Ethereum stays on, you know, it's in the game but he's not able to get an uphold account is what you're saying because uphold does KYC correct
1: exactly right exactly and then there's the people in like new york who new york like is hates oh. crypto apparently and they can't take <laughs> their money out because the K- because uphold won't work in new york because of all the crazy restrictions Be- because of
0: the requirement that every crypto company has a bit license which is its own thing that we could get into but yeah
1: yeah, but so like if they could, if there wasn't KYC, they could say that they weren't in New York and but they'd have to prove it because of KYC and that's why they're stuck. So
0: Yeah, yeah. It's
1: tough. So it makes things messy, but it's supposedly for the greater good. Um The
0: greater oh good.
1: <laughs> I mean, I'm one of those like Shout out to Simon
0: I, Pegg there. <laughs>
1: right. Um, I'm I'm kind of weird in the crypto space, like because crypto is very libertarian, right? And yeah. I
0: liberal in the classical sense.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I I'm I'm kind of like halfway there. Like I agree, like everyone should be able to do what everyone wants to do unless it hurts someone. But at the same time, like I also agree with taxes. I mean, it's the only reason why I have a a business um, is because I do people's taxes but like I think that people that make a lot of money should share it with those that don't and help out the little man like I mean I'm kind of a, a socialist at the same time like it, it's yeah. tough um, and I feel like crypto like while it's very libertarian it's also like
0: the heart of
1: crypto is, is very yeah, but the heart of it's really socialist because it's like sharing and and like, you know, um collaboration like we talked about. So I don't know. It it's I'm very I, I don't have a strong opinion either way on anything. So that, social
0: social capitalism?
1: Yeah. I, I I'm kind of I just know that KYC is annoying and I'm sorry, New Yorkers, you'll just have to wait a little bit longer.
0: <laughs> um yeah, like, in the thing with um with having to KYC at every uh, juncture between um, fiat money, so uh, dollars and uh, pounds, and um, I guess I guess El Salvador uses dollars, dollars and Bitcoin and stuff as well. Anyway, but the the junction because there's so much going on and the government can't monitor the cash economy. That's the whole thing with like, you know, why businesses um, will like small restaurants, usually they're like cash only um, because then they don't have to report uh, how much they're, how much revenue they're actually taking in. Um, yeah. And the whole thing, like what you were talking about, about money laundering, uh, which happens in primarily through the like cash economy. Uh, and the, so then the on-ramp, the junction between where the cash economy intersects with um, the, I don't know, online banking, the the banking system, the online where it's all just numbers on somebody's database. And it's like, that's where the government does KYC so that they can see where, where things, they can control the entry points into that, um, into that banked economy. Yeah. Um, and that's the whole idea with like that AML, the anti-money laundering. Um, but is so much of it is just like perfunctory and um, and just gets gets around it. And like that we've we've seen like the whole thing with like HSBC and like um, Bank Bank of uh, Hong Kong, I think is like if if someone wants to corrupt corrupt these you know get around these systems, all it takes is you know one or two uh, well placed people who are corruptible within that system.
1: Yeah, and and it sucks. It creates such a barrier for entry. Like um one of the my favorite stories that I've heard on um on any of the streamers podcasts, whatever is um uh Limpy, I think it was Limpy was telling the story about um the person that he um referred to Coinhot World that was homeless and um was able to get his own apartment with the help of coin world now, that's awesome yeah so if you think about it like there's such a large um demographic out there that like could benefit in the same way but just like we hear when like when they're talking about like um changing voting laws and stuff there are so many people that don't have a, a like an oh my god don't heart. even get me
0: started on voting laws.
1: Yeah. Well, so like
0: anti-voting you, laws.
1: Yeah. If you don't have an identification card, you can't really do the KYC, right? Like if you don't have a driver's license, I, I guess I haven't really looked into it. Maybe they have other ways to do KYC that don't involve a driver's license, but like. Well, then they, creates... they might
0: expect your social security number, but what if you don't have one of those? And yeah.
1: Yeah. Like it's just another barrier to entry. Um, and the people that could benefit the most are. Somehow getting left out still, and barriers to entry piss me off, and so that's why yep. I'm kind of cynical about KYC stuff.
0: <laughs> and that's another thing with um, that people talk about with crypto is like you know being able to help the uh, the underserved in the legacy financial system and like the people who are unbanked um, and getting them access. And like so much of what's going on, what's gone on in um, El Salvador is like so many of those people don't have access to uh, banking because of the instability in the country and like banks don't want to, don't want to go in there and don't want to have branches in whatever tiny little area uh, that you happen to live in in El Salvador and stuff. Um, And
1: even if like there is a bank, the banks take their cut, you know, the banks are going to, if they're the middleman, they want their shares. So, I mean, that was one of the big things with El Salvador was like something like, what was it 20 percent of their economy is based on remittance payments so like people that live in the u.s sending money back home to el salvador and then such a huge chunk of that money gets taken by like the wire fees and stuff because the banks get their share um mm-hmm. and now with with crypto they don't have to do that which awesome
0: yeah but cryptos but then I also uh, enabling all like sorts of amazing stuff
1: yeah, but then I also feel like
0: gas fees get their share somewhere. <laughs> well, that's, <laughs> you that's know, the, the I- miners. <laughs> that's the idea with like layer two, and like you, you need to have some sort of, um, you need to have some sort of cost to do things on these networks. To well, for a couple of reasons, but to incentivize the people who are securing the network, the miners and or validators, and that sort of stuff, and then also right. to combat spam. Spam um, in in legacy terms, I guess that would be a denial of service attacks. Where you basically spam the shit out of the network so that there's so many transactions coming in that the network gets bogged down. And like we see this happen all the time in uh, legacy systems. Like I know Amazon Web Services just went down like what two or three times in the last week and a half or something. Oh, Uh, really? I didn't know about that. Yeah, Amazon Web Services went down, which knocked out um, the front ends for a lot of crypto, um, crypto uh, like DEXs and stuff. Like DYDX got knocked down because their front end went down. Um, and just like Amazon web services is such a centralized, um, uh, infrastructure tool for, uh, for web two, and meaning that so many people have used Amazon web services to host their servers, to run whatever applications that they're running on, um, on web two. So then Amazon becomes a failure point in this, uh, in this, uh, in the internet. And if you can knock Amazon down, then boom, you can take out so much of the internet.
1: Yeah, it's so prolific.
0: Um, and that's the whole idea with uh, decentralization and like you're having not having single points of failure like that in uh, in your networks. Um, and sorry, so I'm getting off on a tangent here. But like yeah, having um, you need to have some sort of fees associated with um, with using these decentralized networks uh, for security and uh, for security reasons, um, and to make the economics uh, the economic incentives make sense. But then you do get into some situations like what's happening with Ethereum now, where the gas fees are just like there's so many people using the network um, that um, the price of using the network is so high that it's priced out a huge chunk of people who want to use the network um, because the fees are so high.
1: Hey, it's priced me out.
0: <laughs> I, I mean, same thing here. I can't <laughs> afford to do stuff on layer one. Like you're lucky if you're paying $20 for a transaction on Ethereum.
1: Yeah. I, I'm i one of those people that like um, I find the free wherever I can find the free. So like, I don't know the last time I paid a bank fee um, and my bank pays me, like I get 2% interest on like my savings account and shit, which is like unheard of, but so, which is, all, which is my, also
0: still less than the rate of inflation. But anyway,
1: right. Um, it's but negative then they like, real my,
0: interest. Woohoo! Right. Sorry. Sorry. Keep going.
1: But so when my boyfriend was like, Hey, crypto learn about this stuff. And then I'm like, how much is it charging you just to like convert one thing into another thing like that's ridiculous you're losing a chunk of your money just from like doing nothing with it and then I learned about the back end and um and at least those fees are better than the bank fees the bank fees go to the big bank and they make a ton of money and they you know, invest it and take advantage of small people and whatever. But it control like- access,
0: control access to your money, and uh, then get into over leveraged situations and sketchy investments. And then when they go belly up, they get bailed out by the government. Yeah, uh huh.
1: Which is actually the people because taxes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
0: stealing from so- stealing from everybody, stealing from the future, everybody basically by inflating the money supply. Sorry, we're we're getting off topic here, but yeah, like I, I'm totally with you here
1: but so like it's better at least in crypto because like like I said my, my boyfriend has this um mining rig so and he's mining ethereum so those fees are you know somewhat going to him um but it's not as good as it could be because the only reason why he can mine it is because you know he has this expensive mining rig like I don't have a video card capable of mining ethereum um my laptop is apparently crap I found out once I was started looking into mining, like I was like, oh, okay. So then I thought, hey, let me buy a video card. And uh, I went online luck. and yeah, no. And I knew that like video card prices are like, had been crazy and kept jumping up, you know, because of crypto stuff. Like I knew that was a thing, but what, what was uh, annoying is even though I was willing to pay the high prices, I still couldn't buy one. Like yeah. the one I thought I bought, like I had to get refunded cause that person had sold it months ago. And like had never updated their listing. And like, it, it's just, so you still you have to have money to make money in that situation too. It's well, just, what, you don't have the, to be a giant bank in order to,
0: you know, make money. In that particular situation, what they've actually done is they leave the ad up forever and then people contact them. And then if they happen to have one on stock, they actually complete the sale is what's happening there with that oh. third party seller.
1: Well, that I, I would guess. be interesting. Because then maybe a year from now someone will contact me about hey I have a video card to sell.
0: <laughs> no, they probably won't. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, because they'll because their ad with their ad being up they're getting new people reaching out all the time because of the this crazy demand for video cards. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, it's
1: been
0: I, I, months for- at this point, so... Yeah, I, I'm fortunate that I have... Uh, I did get a uh, one of the new generation graphics cards, um, but that's because I, I and a friend were both involved in a Discord group that basically... It, there's basically everybody's front-running the uh, graphics card sales uh, right now with um, basically people have constructed bots to basically watch for... Um, graphics cards releases or even the analyze the patterns uh like you know how like we do dubious speculation about the coin hunt world game imagine if everybody was doing that kind of dubious speculation about when retailers are going to be having stock of these graphics cards and then building bots to go through the checkout process as quick as possible and circumvent the uh, the lines and the captchas that um, p- that the uh, retailers put in the place to try and uh, parcel out these uh, graphics cards because they come in in like, you know, 50, 150, 200 at a time into individual stores. Um, and then there's, you know, 10,000 people that want them. So-
1: it's crazy and so it's still in that situation it takes money to make money but at least it doesn't take big bank size money to make the money like smaller people can get in on it it's just the smallest people still can't get in on it you know like and I even I have some extra money that I could spend on stuff but I couldn't get in on it um you know most of America doesn't have extra money to spend on stuff most of America is living paycheck to paycheck so like it it kind of sucks now granted that's just like you know video card mining and i know there's other ways like hey coin hunt but um there's other ways proof of of location
0: consensus yeah
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) um but it's still i don't know it's still one of those takes money to make money things it's just a better version of it i don't know
0: crypto is amazing moral of the story (laughs) <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah um yeah and this whole thing with like know your customer and kyc uh for those amls and like that that aml that anti-money laundering that's um from the government putting that on the banks and the banks don't actually want to do that they just want to cya they just want to cover their cover your ass um for those legal liabilities that they have for doing the anti-money laundering stuff um, well yeah
1: that that's for fiat though like when it comes to crypto, yeah yeah yeah, this is all fiat. they no. discussing.
0: This is in yeah. the legacy financial system that I'm discussing here, yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, and there's actually this uh, pr- branch, or not branch, but this new, uh, new rumblings of um, CBDCs, which is central bank digital currencies, which is basically having a cryptocurrency that is issued and controlled by a, the central bank of your government, basically your government controlling the issuance of that digital currency. So imagine like something like Ethereum or Bitcoin, but then the central bank of the U.S. Uh, controls that.
1: Yeah, it's just a digital s- dollar.
0: Well, I mean, right. we have we have digital dollars already. We have I don't know. I think they call it e-money, um, where but all the digital dollars we have now is not programmable where it's just basically numbers on someone's database and they're just shift. When, when you, if you and I have uh, money at the same bank and I send you money, there's no actual trans trans transaction that happens. They just move, you know, 30 bucks from my number amount of money in their database into your amount of money in their Excel spreadsheet or whatever their database actually is. Um, So with programmable money that led in the CBDCs, the, the, the central bank controls all that stuff and you can you can basically do the smart contracts the if then uh statements for your money but with it being controlled by the central bank there's issues around authentication and permissions because something like ethereum and bitcoin are permissionless. in other words anybody there are no requirements to use the network um anybody can do it as long as you have the technical know-how um versus something that's permissioned, uh, meaning you have to be authenticated, you have to be approved, which is gets us back into this whole, that enables the government to uh, put their AML and KYC, the anti-money laundering requirements on the banks so that they can know your customer and they can basically spy on where all the money is at all times. So basically eliminate even more so of the uh, financial privacy, the little bit of financial privacy we still have in, uh, in cash um, and this kind of illusion of privacy privacy that we have right now because uh, the banks report everything to the government. Um, we just need to that... go
1: back to like a barter system. Screw all
0: that <laughs> I mean, that's, I mean, there's this whole idea of, that brings us back or brings up the whole, I like, what is this idea of money um, that we have? And this is like kind of the, there's a lot more, um, there's a lot if you go back into like 2010 uh, around like the formation of Bitcoin and then like 2013 and like in the nineties and stuff in the cypherpunk movement, there's this whole like philosophy of like people discussing like what is money and like what counts as money is just anything that we decide has value as money and it is exchangeable and easy to denominate um, and uh, store a value and all that sort of stuff. And cash like fiat money is actually a terrible store of value because its value can be inflated by uh, the whoever issues it, and that's the whole um, thing around like why countries like El Salvador want to get off the dollar system is because they have no control over the rate of inflation of these things and having their value eroded by um, a bank here in the U or the, the the Jerome Powell and the money printer with the Fed, the Federal Reserve, basically. Um, printing all the money, which again, print printing, quote unquote. They're they're just adding numbers onto their database is really what's going into the databases is really all they're doing. Right. Um and I then mean, because... I mean
1: my my own weird example of this is like my accounting work is money to me, and I mm-hmm. barter with my clients. So I get free tattoos for bookkeeping for a tattoo artist. Um That's awesome. so my my bookkeeping becomes money and if you're a better tattoo artist and you charge more for what you do, I might charge you more. Like, I might like increase the value of my bookkeeping work and say, hey, instead of like, you know, $75 an hour, I'm actually $100 an hour. So I'll trade you, you know, for $100 worth of tattoos. You know, um, I decide how much my accounting is worth. And it, it but it's been fun because like so i can trade for tattoos and i trade for um pest control which is a weird one Uh, (laughs) so i i bought a house um uh about a year and a half ago and um i wanted to have an initial pest check and i was like hey i'll take some money off your bill if you come check my house (laughs) hey there you go Uh, yeah i had a home inspector same way like i've got people in all these different like industries that I can barter with. And then I don't have to worry about like, you know,
0: if you're, if you're working working on that barter system also, then like by deflating the value that's charged, you're actually uh, paying less in taxes than two. Yeah. Because your revenue is less that you report.
1: Technically, as far as tax law goes, you're still supposed to report all of those things. Of course you're supposed to. But yes, you can uh, you can avoid it if you were a quote unquote bad person. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, yeah, this yeah, this is a fascinating conversation. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But we are way off track on this. Um, I'm so, sure. <laughs> um, so we'll definitely follow up. Uh, and I, you're somebody that I we've spoken with before, and um, you're somebody I want to bring back on um, as well because um, with you being a uh, an accounting tax professional, it's like um, I think this would be really a val- uh, tax conversation would be really valuable for um, a lot of people in terms of like how is how is the government treating taxes on crypto and like, how do I report this and how can I best, um, structure, structure this in order to, you know, reduce my tax liability and all that sort of stuff. And so that's a conversation that I'd like to have with you, um, towards maybe next month in January. Um, and I'd love to have you back on to uh, discuss that sort of stuff.
1: Yeah. I'm going to have to do a lot of research because this stuff is always changing. And, um, you know, I and I everything's imagine. in flux,
0: and like the yeah. status is not established on cryptocurrencies and all that, and it depends on which crypto and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, but I can tell y'all right now: the best way to avoid taxes on your coin hunt winnings is don't unlock Uphold.
0: True. <laughs> true.
1: <laughs> Wait till you're ready to pay taxes on it, and yeah. then you can unlock Uphold.
0: <laughs> um, true, because you haven't uh, KYC'd on it if it's still in the game.
1: Yep, it's not your money yet,
0: so hey. <laughs> it's, that's very true, actually. It's still not your money because um, that's just numbers in uh, CoinHunt World's database, in Titanium Toaster's database. You exactly. haven't actually received it. Exactly. Yep. And now, actually, that there's well, I, I, risk I guess associated it's,
1: with that.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, technically you still haven't received it when it comes to Uphold because Uphold has it, um, again, so it's still just their database. But yes, but yes, in the eyes of the government, you have received it at that point. Right
1: yeah and that that's the crazy thing like in order to even put money even to put crypto from the game into uphold you have to do the kyc even if you don't turn it into dollars um which uh actually am i saying that right no in order to move that money in any way you have to do the kyc because i remember i was going to donate i wanted to donate to the map and i wanted to donate to the wiki and I kept needing to find a time where I could actually take a picture of myself um, <laughs> because they were requiring that before I sent any money, um, even as crypto to someone else, which I thought was silly. Like, I'm not turning it into dollars. I'm just I'm keeping it as crypto. Why do I have to, like, do the KYC? But
0: in the, the eyes of the government, in the eyes of the government, that's a taxable event, um, sending, yeah. sending crypto. Yeah. So uh,
1: sorry, Marlov and Anakura. I gave you some taxable events over there.
0: <laughs> well, thank you for thank you for donating and supporting uh, supporting our creators in the in the system more directly.
1: Oh yeah, like I use I use the map like every day. Um, even though I have my entire route memorized and stuff, I'm always on the map because I'm always updating it when people add user vaults and. Seems I seem to be the only one in my area that does that. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm always I'm always on there, and like the wiki, I am constantly pulling up the blueprint page and reminding myself, like, okay, what's the recipe for this, and what's that, and yeah, there's tons of good info on there. I have yet to um, require it to answer a purple vault question, but I'm really hoping that that's in my future. And if that does happen in the future, um, the wiki will definitely get a chunk of that earnings because. I'm sure I will require the wiki in order to answer the
0: question. <laughs> <laughs> um, so just shout out since we're talking about it. Um, if you guys are on the CoinHuntMap.com, hunt um, then this is Anakura's map. You can donate uh, to Anna Kura's map to support the uh, creation and the work that he does um, in creating and supporting this stuff. If you hit the, um, the home button in the bottom left, um, Then it opens up just some information about the map itself. And then there's a donate donate section. So anakura has got it set up where you can donate directly via Uphold. Um, He's got his email address in there. You can support him via Patreon or one-time donations with GoFundMe. Um, Or again, you can just donate uh, cryptocurrencies like Ethereum, Bitcoin, Litecoin, uh, Cardano, Bat, Stellar, Banano, and Doge is what uh, Anakura has set up to do that. Um, And again, that's through the home uh, button on the CoinHunt map dot uh, com just main website and then as far as the wiki goes if you just go to coinoutworld uh, wiki slash donate then it will link you to the wiki admin um, donate the donation section of the wiki admin page uh, which is basically just a page about Marlov and uh, how you can support um, support the wiki development. Um, and he's got it set up with uh, how you can donate via Uphold, how you can donate your bat if you use uh, Brave. That's the basic attention token, um, which if you guys aren't using Brave yet, you really should get on Get on that. Like, um, hit, hit me up on Discord or Twitter, and I'm happy to talk you through that. But you can get uh, paid to uh, all the ads that you see on the internet. You can get paid to see those instead of um, someone else getting the money for that, instead of Google getting it. Um, Banano... Um, Uh, as well as a bunch of uh, referral links. But you can donate uh, Bat, Banano, Uphold, or donate with a credit card or debit card directly um, to help support the wiki.
1: So I have to add in here um, some shame. So I know that if y'all are playing Cornhunt World, then you have some extra money that you can donate. So if you're not, then shame on you. Um, Because like Anakura... just a college student trying to do this like make that amazing map in his spare time while trying to get himself through college i mean he's not like it's not like he's you know got a a great job and like you know has um you know all this free time or whatever he's a college kid like it's not like he's he's titanium toaster (laughs) right (laughs) so you know show your support because i I imagine like you probably use that at least initially to see how like developed your city was Um, and hopefully you're continuing to use it to add your user vaults and such Um, and all the other random things that happen in the game through events and whatever Um, and I don't know if you've noticed but like as when there's events like you can do all the event stuff on like you could put cauldrons on the map and I'm sure you're going to be able to put trees on the map during the Christmas event because he's on it. And Marlov works his butt off, and like he, like he brought us on just because he couldn't do it anymore himself because there was so much. But on the front page of the wiki, you can see how many like pages there are in this wiki. It's it's insane.
0: I'm looking at it right um, now. There's 532 pages on the wiki with yeah. uh, 9,630 updates. Or wow. edits yeah. to the wiki, so, so we're almost at ten so, thousand.
1: So, like, and don't forget, like the the newsletter that goes out too. I, I mean, all of this is not just the amount of time it takes to type a thing. Like, there's a lot of research and time and stuff that goes in behind the scenes that you don't see. And collating um, all
0: this information, like there's, yeah, like they, they the there's so much value in the wiki because of all that information being in one place that people go to, and that's why people use it. It's this amazing repository of information.
1: Yeah, so I know y'all are making money in this game. Take a portion of it and share the love. Like, I'm not asking for it. I'm asking you to give it to people who are making these resources that you use on a regular basis. Okay. That's my my shame.
0: uh <laughs> oh, thank you. I will also drop the donate links for the map um at the Hunt World Wiki and then the um the trivia site, Mr. Turtles Games Trivia site. I'll drop links for those in this uh show description as well. So you guys can just check uh the show description to find those links. Awesome. Um let me just make a note here so I don't forget.
1: Yeah, very important. Most important thing we've talked about. <laughs>
0: Uh, I'm getting better at this podcast thing, guys. (laughs) Um, cool, 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 cool. Like we're coming down. We're, oh my God, we're past two hours now. This is insane. But,
1: um, I told you I talk (laughs) a lot. I'm Italian. (laughs) This happens. (laughs)
0: Um, so anybody in particular, you want to shout out before we go? Anybody who you feel deserves a shout out more than what we've already done?
1: Oh, well, I mean, uh, obviously I just, you know, Anna Kurt and, and Marlov, but, um, so the person that got me like really into all this wiki stuff without having anything to do with the wiki, um, and I don't even know if he's has anything. I don't think he's back in the game yet. Um, so Amphi <laughs> way oh, back in the day. Oh man. Okay. So Amphi with his green key equivalent GKE. Um, idea. Yeah. Like that really got me thinking like that, that one mention was what turned this in from a game into like an, an economy to me and really got me thinking. So I don't know if, if you're still following stuff, Amphi, but thank you. I appreciate it. And then, um, Kag, K-Hag, um, uh, Kevin, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so I always feel like, If I get really, um, really nerdy about diving into this stuff, that I'm gonna annoy people and like people are just gonna like push me away, you know, because I get that way about this stuff. But CAG, like, right in the beginning was also doing it right there and showed me that it was cool and no one was going to hate me for it so um (laughs) and made me feel comfortable being as nerdy as i wanted to be about this game so thank you thank you k hag like you're awesome keep doing your thing um and thanks for all the hard work that you put into all the stuff um but yeah um and then like my okies so i mean joy bananas um he's my neighbor that i got into it and actually often hunts way harder than me sometimes um, <laughs> and dan is down in norman and denarius uh downtown and like all these guys like we've all hung out together at times like and met up to you know do stuff together and that's i feel like what this game is all about like during the um during the halloween event uh it, which was also october in my leaderboard push danibus um drove me around norman oklahoma um so that way i could hit all of the vaults and the keys in his area because it's packed because it's a university down there so he just like he had already done that loop before like earlier in the day and still drove me around to do it again and then a second time drove me and my boyfriend around to do it again like and that was awesome so thanks dude like
0: shout out to danibus
1: yeah. I mean, that's like what this community is about. It's like hanging out with new people that the only thing you have in common with is CoinHunt World and like finding out you have other stuff in common and like getting to know people. And it's just, it's awesome. I love it.
0: That's amazing. Fantastic story. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. This, 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 um, it, like, do, do you have a Twitter account that people can follow you if they want to want to reach out or have uh, some questions for you?
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I don't really follow Twitter that much. Like, literally, if you look at my Twitter page, it's all CoinHunt stuff. And then some random s- stuff I share from, like, my mayor, because the mayor of our city is awesome. Um, but, like, I literally use Quirkyo for everything, everywhere. So if there is a social media thing and you want to see if I'm on it, just look for Corkio, Um Because i K-O-R-K-I-O? K O R K I O. Yeah, it's a it's kind of an amalgamation of uh, two different nicknames. So my name is Corey K O R I, right? And mm-hmm. so a friend when I was younger used to call me Corio, my Oreo, and another <laughs> friend used to call me Quirky. So I just put Corio and Quirky together to get Quirkio, and it's just stuck. Um, probably since junior high. So. so, yeah, that it's that everywhere. I mean, you could probably go on MySpace and find Corkio, honestly. <laughs> it's been a long time since I've looked at that. But BR, BRB
0: web stalking you. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs>
1: i had a weird phase when i was a teenager so don't judge me too harshly
0: (laughs) for sure so people can search uh find uh find your info they can reach out on discord uh, if they got other questions uh again uh i'm i speak nerd guys you can find me on twitter i speak underscore nerd uh or you can reach me out to me on discord um i speak nerd uh i'm in all the discords but uh <laughs> and I, I
1: have to say if like you have questions about crypto stuff or like how just how things work talk to i speak nerd like he's really good at explaining stuff and he seems to know everything um and if you I, want
0: I, I i don't know everything but i'll talk about <laughs> everything
1: yeah and if you want like just random ideas good and bad to just like brainstorm i'm like an idea factory so like um back in the day back in august like zach came to me and was like like hey i want a way to like talk about like awesome things that has happened to people with because of coin hunt and i want to like give keys away and i was like hey why don't we do like a thing where i read you all these awesome stories from people and then you vote with keys on who's the best and so we did coin hunt wins like
0: oh yeah coin hunt wins
1: yeah, it was a random idea that came out of my idea factory. And I love just like brainstorming random ideas and not all of them are good. Some of them are bad, but <laughs> the <laughs> bad ones help you think of better ones. So if you hashtag, want ideas. Hashtag about, dubious about, ideas. Yeah. If you, if you need just like to brainstorm ideas, please hit me up. Cause I love doing that stuff. So.
0: Awesome. Awesome. For sure. Well, uh, thanks for joining me here on the podcast for way too long. If you're still listening, (laughs) listener out there, sorry for putting you through this. I appreciate you sticking it out. Um, But yeah, you can uh, find us on our socials and um, thanks everybody. As always, have a nice day.
1: Happy hunting.
0: Hey guys, have you been watching the charts? Bitcoin's up, Bitcoin's down, Ethereum's managed to hold up. Whether you're still buying or not, the Gemini Exchange is actually a fantastic resource for people looking to buy and trade Bitcoin or Ethereum-based cryptocurrencies. Gas is expensive on layer one for Ethereum, so Gemini Exchange will actually pay for your first 10 withdrawals a month. Use the referral code in the show description to get $10 in BTC when you trade $100 on a new account at Gemini.com. Again, get your first 10 network fees for your withdrawals paid for when you trade at Gemini.com. And get $10 in BTC when you trade $100 on a new account at Gemini.com using the link in the show description.